Hello and welcome to episode 110 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Dex and Jake joining you this week. It has been an interesting week for Sheffield Wednesday, um, which we will discuss a lot more as we go forward. But let's start with, um, with some housekeeping. So if you like the podcast and you want to support it, actually, no, do the housekeeping after your week. I don't want to go straight into business. Yeah. How's your week been, Jake? Um, it's been okay. Sunday was rubbish, but that's near or there. But uh, it's been okay. It's it's that weird one where I'm trying to now look at what's going next because half term going to come up. So I'm like, what can I do with the child to keep her entertained? She's discovered the love of video games, so I'm well in my element at the minute. So she likes she playing Minecraft. Oh, she just like building stuff at the minute. And then getting the TNT and blowing up and going, Daddy, it's gone bang, <laughs> which is quite fun. That's encouraging. Uh, she also liked playing Farm Simulator, which is weird. I would have thought that would be boring, but she liked playing it. So getting her, in, getting her into video game, but it's been, it been one of those weeks where you've looked at everything that's gone off outside of like my life and then the football. It hasn't helped. It made things a little bit rubbish, but... At the same time, I've been looking at, like, the thing that happened this week is, like, we got our bill for the council tax through. I'm like, oh, how much are we paying this year then? And it's gone up by by about fiver or so. But at the same time, it's going up by fiver. We lose money somewhere else. And it's like, it's that stupid thing where we were looking at going, so how are we meant to pay this this time? And we're already, we already don't have a lot of luxuries on purpose. Like, we don't go on many holidays because we can't. Because uh, Sarah's work is a little bit interesting about what holidays she can get and what she can't do, and I ain't I ain't sleeping in a room with my little one. I've done it twice. She is a nightmare. She is an absolute logistical nightmare, and especially when she wakes up and all you get is daddy, 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 and you go what? It's breakfast time. Feed me. <laughs> <laughs> that's kids though you signed up to that i did sign up for it but it's it's one of those things i was expecting that no one expects how the child is gonna be let's put it this way when they get older and she's got more of my lass than me i hate to be the cliche but you will miss it when oh she well don't want anything to do with oh god i'll miss it 100 percent. but when she so. wants nothing to do with me she'll be a teenager and when she brings the first boyfriend home oh i get to have fun <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've already, that's always funny. I've al- I already got the uh, what'll happen kind of thing in my head, and I've always t- I've always said it'll be a Sunday dinner, and I'm just going to sharpen the kitchen knives. <laughs> just but, don't fall on them. Yes, yeah. Hear me <laughs> like trying to be <laughs> being like scary, and then suddenly, oh, he's on the floor. <laughs> I I wouldn't see you as scared. I then again I know you, but like <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess a I guess a boyfriend's dad could potentially yeah. Um, it 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 been interesting. It's been trying to think, and the weather's now going a little bit nicer. Even though it tried to snow earlier, did it? Yeah, this morning it tried to snow. I was like, can you not? I've had enough of that stuff. I ate it. I it, was near you this morning. I didn't know. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, it tried to snow around half eight. All right. How's your week been? No idea. Uh, <laughs> is, the, is the cat afraid coming out? <laughs> it's got to be because I've worked every day this week. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, I don't. I this is once in a blue moon. I actually do this like full on through, yeah. um, but it needs to be done just due to some previous commitments. So, but I must say, I really enjoyed the work I did this weekend. It was um, it was very, it was very um, nice to see because it was something that I'd I've been working on for the past few months. Mm. So it sort of like came to came to a conclusion this weekend, and I was like. That's can, really nice to look back at and yeah. see that. Is it nice to have that like, underlined now? It's now that's done. You can move on to your next project. Yeah, but it's uh, it's also nice to actually then see it come to fruition. You know, you do get that payoff, even though, you know, it takes a lot of work. You, mm. you get that. But yeah, it's um, it's probably the last time I'm going to take on that much work because now, like, over the over the coming sort of weeks, everything's sort of changing just to ease my workload a little bit yeah. and look after myself a little bit more. Um, he's being a proper I, I adult. Doing that. He's yeah, being I a proper adult. He's looking well, after that, himself. That's the, that's the problem though. You, you get the way we are up against things with, yeah. with everything. You just, you always work, work, work because I need money and I need to make sure that I've got money and I've got this. And, but then you start, I just made the decision now. Like I was like, I can do that and keep doing that. Mm. and get my health to a point where there's no coming back from it and I've permanently sort of like damaged myself. Yeah. Or I can look after myself or, or just just try a little bit more, try and find a balance and actually have a better quality of yeah. life. I, so It's also that whole thing, the, the moment you start getting older, all these things start going through your head, everything aches a little bit more. Everything yeah. feels a bit different and it's... There's, it's why a lot of the times when builders get older, they struggle to like change jobs because it's all they've known. And builders will yeah. sometimes go till the 50, but then they'll go from building to say doing plumbing or electrics because yeah. they can't do that physical labor anymore. And I know plenty of builders who've gone to like the 55, like I can't do this now. What do I do? So the fact that you're already feeling it now is probably a good thing so you can figure out what to do. Yeah, it's more a case of just like, I, I can't just, I, I guess I technically can't just keep working to burnout constantly. Yeah. You know, and then because it's, it's starting to really, you know, I need more of a pattern where I can still work hard and still do a lot, but make sure I'm actually taking adequate rest during all of that and yeah. take more time away and make, and actually force myself to do it, basically. Um, more rest, more video games. That's what I say. <laughs> It'd be nice, yeah. But that's the thing. I think, I think, because there's a way to sort of monetize everything I enjoy. Yeah. I've got to just not do that all the time. You got to enjoy it as a hobby and not try and make money out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but I do it, see that. I, the thing it, is, I I've been the same. Where I've gone, oh, I can make some cash out of this. Figure out how to monetize this, and then you think, well, hang on, I'll just monetize something I love. Then it it becomes a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I managed to do it with FIFA, man. Yeah. Like, I was like, what are you doing? But I I do like... That's the point. How, how much are you looking forward to calling it EA Football Club? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where the game's going to go with that. I think it's going to be so ultimate team focused, it might lose me. We'll see. Oh, when you're in it. If, so... ultimate team, if it goes ultimate team focused and no career mode, I'm done. <laughs> All I ever play. I I can't see them completely. Get, well, they could they could get rid of it, but the I, fact it's, that it's the all FIFA, I play. the fact that the FIFA president turned around and said FIFA can go to anywhere and we'll get it to work. Like if that goes to two K, it will be years before it's playable. Anything yeah. that two K get a sports game, it takes them at least five years before they get it right. 
Well, that's the problem. I think they they thought they were sort of like bluffing. Yeah. And then they, when if EA went, EA will actually, by the time FIFA get a game out, unless it's rushed, if it's going to be a good game, yeah. uh, and FIFA is a developer, it's going to be at least three odd years. Yeah. And by that time, the EA Sports thing will have had a couple of years on the, the market. The only thing that is actually a benefit for anyone play FIFA now, they technically got to rip it up and start again to a point. Because deleting even the FIFA stuff that they copy and paste on will be hard. They can't just copy and paste it because you've got to get rid of all that branding. Yeah, that's true. So hopefully a new EA football club well, thing still feels weird. Well, they don't even bother with the graphics. There's still that like in career mode. There's just that tab that's not fixed. Yeah. Just that, <laughs> you mean the one like, where it can't fit? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Every time I look. in everybody's career mode as well. And every time you go to you're like. Surely that should be fixed. It's been out for a year. <laughs> Pathetic. Um, yes. But anyway, if you like the podcast, you can support by becoming a member of the Dexterity Box channel or leave us a nice review on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars on Spotify. All those things will help us get up the podcast rankings. We'd appreciate that. There is a Discord available for members as well as Talking Wednesday Extra. Jack was meant to contact me this week. I need to send a message. <laughs> Your brain just uh, gone. <laughs> yeah, because remember that conversation we all had last week? Oh, about God, this, yes. Yeah. And what date is it today? Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> right. I will sort that. Leave us nice reviews. <laughs> you just witnessed the... Ah! <laughs> Yeah. We'll talk through Barnsley because that's the first match since. Oh, no, we did a podcast. We did a podcast on Barnsley. We did a podcast after that. We yes. did. It was. It, if for some reason, oh, oh, what we you didn't like three people on the dream. No, I will use my laptop next time and see if that makes any better because I can clock my laptop a yeah. lot higher and then I can just use my desktop to run everything else yeah. through. But, um,. Yeah, it's difficult with three people. Mm. It is. So that means we're going to hand over Forest Green. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Jesus. Phil Wednesday. Bottom of the Forest league. Green. Forest Green. We go to the vegan stadium. I mean, the new lawn stadium. Um, this, we just started really slow again. Didn't start out the track well. And the reason why they did well and you've got to give a lot of credit to Forest Green before we start. They had a game plan. They stuck to it. They watched that Barnsley game and knew what to do to win. They, they could have had a few goals in yeah. that game. Yeah, they could have. Like, we, we could have actually got a little bit We could have got a bit of a battle. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the thing that they were doing really well is every time we got the ball, there were two players on a, a Wednesday player. So we couldn't have that faith that we normally have. It's a smaller pitch of well. So I've noticed if we're on smaller pitches, we struggle to get the ball into different areas where we would do. They put two players on each Wednesday player when they had the ball and then just harried us. I've noticed when teams harry us and press us, we panic. And this really good defense we've had just crumbled again. It was a really bad bit of defending for the goal. It comes in and it, it goes in, but you're thinking you've got to do better at your front post. I think you do. I actually think we 
we got away with some easier chances for them to score. Mm, yeah. Like Dawson made, makes good Dawson saves. Dawson had a uh, really some... bad kick that just gave it straight yeah. to him. But that's, that's the thing. He made, yeah. He, he made a good save at one point. At one point, he obviously nearly cost us a goal there. They had easier chances to score. The actual, the cross, the, the cross and the whip round was there, but you're sort of like, why is Palmer yeah. the only one back here? Yeah. And why is he behind his man? Yeah. You know, I, th- I think it's probably because that's his zonal position as we've been talking. But then you need one of the other centre-backs because you, you see all our defenders sort of clumped together. Yeah. And they need to move with him because if the cross is going to get whipped like that, he has got... I also flipped again a couple of times. Second game. Boots. Yep. And the thing is, Backinson played in that midfield and he was a passenger. He didn't do anything. He passed the ball to other, other five green players. Bannon was doing the work and most of that midfield. And you're thinking that can't be the case. Like Marvin Johnson struggled to get into the game, but he couldn't get pace. Every time he got any room to run into, there was a man there. Now, you can't have too much of a go at Gregory and Smith because they don't play well together. I've known this no. for a while. They I are thought not... they did in Barnsley, actually. Barnsley, uh, Barnsley they played well. Enough. But in this one, they were just too far away from each other at times. Gregory had yeah. a really good chance in the second half and they both got in each other's way. And Smith had a good couple of headers. But the problem is, every other game we've had this season, we've been able to go, right, they're flagging a little bit. Let's bring on Wilkes. Let's bring on Patterson. Or we've got Gregory's on the bench with Wilkes, so we'll change that out. We haven't got that. It was another game where there was no attacking options on that bench. Wilkes travelled with the squad but wasn't in the squad, so he wasn't ready yet. He needs to play versus Cheltenham or be on the bench at least to give us another option. This game was tailor-made for Patterson. It was a Patterson-style game, 100%. You bring on Volks. Volks did his job really well. Delhi had chances, but as soon as he loses the ball, it, there's no urgency to get the ball back. And I'm sorry, if that's how you're being now, I don't think, even if like the club put a contract in front of you, I'm not too sure if you're impressing Darren Moore by not having that urgency when you just come on the pitch. I feel like it might be over for a couple of those lads in the midfield. Yeah, uh, the midfield needs... You, you, you can tell when we don't play well, when we don't have buyers, and like some of the things they were doing, like some of the balls Palmer was doing, you normally know Windass is breaking into that base. So there's someone the- there. I also just want to clarify the point I just made because I'm not saying, oh, we're on a bad run. We must be sacking these players off sort of thing. But given the speculation around like yes. um, Fizz and that, it's it's one of those situations where you think, hmm, is mm. Darren convinced anymore? Is, is he convinced? It's not actually saying, because we were saying at the start of the team, look at this midfield depth. Yeah. But when you've got such a solid midfield in like Bannon and Byers and Volks, yeah. you know, do the players that are more the fringe players in that midfield, the players that are for the future, do they feel like it needs to be their time now? And is that actually, is that set in? And has that become a case of, I don't know, they're yeah. looking at other things and maybe not subconsciously because they're still maybe even, sorry, not consciously because they're still trying to give their all or whatever it is. It might just be a subconscious thing in terms of there's not the same spark as there was previously. It was weird. It was weird. It's like, weird again because when Fizz came on at Barnsley, I don't think he looked bad. No. So it's just these it's just these games where Like we... that midfield with Johnson, Backinson, Bannon and Adoniran. And Adoniran mm. had fells. He looked decent. And also before people, before we go on about that, 
people who've been having a go at Adoniram for having a joke and stuff with Duncan Big Dunk, he was his under-21s coach. Calm yeah. down. It's his former coach. They were probably having a joke about the past. He's not, like, done it as ill ill I also, I also don't see why we can have... I, I guess it's the attitude of sort of like, no, yeah. come on, we're, we're to be champions. We all need a champion's mentality, but... <sighs> It's still hot. It's still difficult for me to to see more past this if we can pick it up. Yeah. The problem I've got now is the thing I was saying on stream, and I got some pelters for it. Was this will be? I don't want this to become a wobble after Barnsley, and yep. we will find out on Sunday because I just had this feeling. And every Dick and Harry content creator who's covers League One has gone. Is this the Wednesday wobble today? Yeah. I just had a feeling mm. on, on on after Barn, Barnsley. I was like. This could go into something here if we don't capitalize at the weekend. And and I've been saying all along, like, it's how you recover from the setbacks. Yeah. That, now, that I was very I, clear in his, after the thing about it wasn't good enough. And I've, the players have stepped up to the south of a couple of players who you expect to go, this isn't good enough, like Bannon, Palmer. You're probably thinking, Doctor. I've seen people turn and say, do you drop uh, Dawson now? But I don't think that's the case. He made some pass. very crucial saves in that to keep us in it. No, you don't. You don't. You don't just drop him after one pass. Yeah, really. Um, if it costs you a goal, then you go and you've got rotation in there. But just showing me back him, and you can afford to make a little. It depends how brutal you want to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is, we ju- for me, it's how we respond at Cheltenham now because. Yeah. That is when I'm really going to start to get concerned because Darren Moore's earned love uh, this team and Darren Moore. They've in Darren Moore, even if we lost at Cheltenham, it, it, I'm still supporting. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm not saying any different, but it's how we respond at Cheltenham now is going to be a big tell whether this is going to be a wobble. I think our biggest issue with the games that we've just had it been what Tuesday, Sunday, Wednesday. And we've been able to have games where we've had a bit of a week break to get players who are not quite fit yet, can't get them back to feed. We haven't got that now till I believe it's the Bristol game. Like it pretty much game in, game out. Uh, where we're going to really, no Shrewsbury game even. Cause, okay. Uh, no. Uh, um, Cheltenham on Wednesday. Then we've got Lincoln. Ah, so up to Oxford. So we're going to have a period where there's no games up to the Oxford game. Good Friday. Yeah. But Cheltenham the, and Oxford on the uh, Dexterity Box channel, by the way. Watch alongs. I forgot to mention it at the start. Carry on. But that's going to be two big games before we even get there. And away, away games this season, we said we nick them. We don't yeah. play well away. We nick games away. It's when we get at home, we're a bit better. But we haven't got many home games left. This is, I was saying that, that we have, it's all right having these games in hand, but they're going to cram them in. Yep. And that's going to be the problem. And that's what's happened because we've picked up injuries. Yeah. Now we've actually in the worst situation for trying to cl- clean up our games in hand because you've not got the players that you, you would have had back then. Yeah, exactly. Which is costing us. Yeah. Because if you look <laughs> at the stats, we had seven shots and three on target. They had six shots and yeah. two. We had, we had all, 66% possession, but what does it do for you? It doesn't do anything if we don't do it. But. Yep. And corners, corners were bad again. But look at who takes corners normally in that quad. It's Windass. 
Well, Bannon as well. But, but Bannon corner weren't great because he was doing most of them. Yeah. It's one of these things, it's all right for to like dissect this performance versus Forest Green. But you'd also, and I've seen people go, how can they go from 23 unbeaten to play like this? You've got to remember, Barnsley were in really good form when we played them. And that game, I don't think we actually played badly. I think we went for it and it just didn't pay off. This one, I think it would just, we might need, we're missing key players. This is going to sound like I'm slagging them off and I'm not slagging Forest Green off, by the way. So please don't take it the wrong way. Did this feel to you like it felt to me like a pre-season game that Wednesday would have? Um, No, because Forrest Green were really up for it. Yeah, but I've seen that in pre-season. I think it's just because, obviously, it's like the size of ground that we would go to on a pre-season, mm. you know, when it's starting off. Yeah. It's one where Wednesday aren't really together and they're yeah. sort of getting together, but the other opposition team are usually up for it. That's what I feel in Wednesday and preseason. That's why it gave me those vibes. Yeah. It genuinely felt like we were st- we were figuring things out as we went, and we weren't. And and it's one of those games that you go, oh well, it's only preseason, but it wasn't. Yeah, I, t- I tell you what, I would have done if it was me. I would have taken Reese James and put him in midfield and put a Denneran in that left w- in that wing back role because he's done that. Because Reese James had played midfield in his career, where he got all the goals when he was at Donny. Yeah, but so has Palmer. And you won't put Palmer in the midfield now, would you? How long ago was that with Reese James? What? what uh, he played it when he was at Donny and he played it at Blackpool for a little bit. Oh, so he still made it yeah. into the centre. No, fair enough. Oh, I remember that, actually, when we were dissecting him being linked with yeah. the, the position, actually. Yeah, no worries. Um, that, that could have been a shout. But if... Again, I trust, I trust more at this point. Yeah, we just same. need to We need to sort it. <laughs> because I'm getting concerned now because those games in hand are gone pretty much. Yeah, the one last more. ones they went. They... But we don't we don't have one on Ipswich no. anymore. No. And they are three points behind us. Ipswich have got a game in hand as well because they didn't play. Yeah, they've got one on Plymouth. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's worrying. Yeah. Let's go through that. Uh, let's do the League One review. So Portsmouth 2, Port Vale 2, Charlton 1, Wickham 1, MK Dons 1, Morecambe 0, Exeter 5, Accrington Stanley 0, Peterborough 2, Derby 0. Fleetwood 2, Lincoln 1, Forest Green 1, Wednesday 0. Again, we're playing Lincoln at the weekend and it's concerning yep. that they lost because there's going to be more to it again. Do you yep. know, as, as things go on, there's, there's these things that stack up. It's these teams that are really going to have to play for it to make sure they're not in and about. Because I don't like it. No. No. We're Plymouth at the top of the table. 38 games played, 80 points. Wednesday, 37 games played, 78 points. So technically, yes, you win your game in and you go top of the yeah. league, but it's not like it could have been. No. Um, Ipswich, 37 games played, 75 points. That's the issue. We mess up on Wednesday. Yeah. We could be even be out of like, I don't even want to say it, yeah. right? This is where backs against the wall sort it. Because you talk, these are these creators and that saying is it a Wednesday wobble you look at the last five games you go oh maybe it's the start of something because two wins one draw two losses mm. that's not good form no N- not at all Are you ne- you're never gonna get rid of the amazing form we went on no. but you've got to recapture it quicker yeah especially if you're gonna go for the if you if we were going for the title for Christ's sake also you know? remember Barnley 36 is that 
Yes. Played. Yes. They could quite easily just snatch that quite easily, and they are on great form at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, Barnsley, yeah, Barnsley would be in the same position as Ipswich if they win the game, is that game yeah. and three points behind us. Ipswich have won the last five in a row as well, so they're finding form at the right time. Yep. We usually do the end of the season run. Yeah, I don't know what's going on this time. So Barry took to his Instagram after Forest Green Rovers and said apologies to the travelling support today. We was poor today. We need to stick together and start on Wednesday, get back to winning ways. Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do, 100%. It's, it's crucial that that's the three points. Otherwise, this next podcast, we ain't going to be very happy. No. But again, I'm not sure. If we can get Wilkes back on, back involved, maybe you got some we'll, more options. We'll just on the bench for the game on Wednesday would be nice. Just so we've got something we can bring on. Yeah. Just with a bit of pace, because at the moment that that pace has gone from the team. Exactly. I mean, Patterson might be back in a couple of weeks, but that's he could be in trouble by then. The thing is, Patterson back in a couple of weeks, yeah, and we could be in trouble by then. But he's the kind of player that gets into the squad and changes things. He is, but I'm saying it could yeah. it could be a point. I don't want it to be in a point where the game it's not in our hands anymore because we've exactly. messed up in yeah. this period. This is the time where the players that are available have got to be resolute, so we can't have half-assed performances. No. If you're called upon, you've got to step up, give it give it everything. Yeah, this isn't about your career and getting your contract and oh yeah, well I'll be fine because I can go to a club at the end of this season. Do your job. Yeah. And I'm talking to fringe players there that might not be putting a shift in. <laughs> yes. Because I, cause, uh, I don't think senior players would, would be too happy with them either at the minute. No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <sighs> Darren Moore, when we uh, broke the unbeaten run, by the way, he was very, you know, he was talking about pride and that, wasn't he? Mm. So worth mentioning that he talks yeah. about pride in this group. I don't think he was as forgiving after Forest Green. No, no, I think it'll be like, you know, you got to, you know, he knows what the squad can do and that's the issue for him now. He knows what they can do. Yeah. And that's the bit where he'll go, I know you're better than this and the players know they're better than this. And even if one person's out or too crucial, we've been okay recently being able to cover that and do well. For some reason, it just didn't. I don't know if it, the games have come too quick and quick, and the mentally not prepared himself. If that makes sense, it's probably. It's. I don't know if you're coasting for so long, and I. I can't think it's that. complacency. It's, just, it's one of those things where we've had some bad performances and scraped one nil wins. This is what happens when you have those bad performances and yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Because you don't have a player to just score a screamer or you don't have Windass to break through and all of a sudden mm. you've got a great cross on. That's They're the fine margins that cost you. Yeah. Windass in, Instagram was interesting earlier as well. Go on. Uh, he put, no matter how good you are, you can always be replaced. That was on his Instagram stories. Some speculation. Who do you think he's talking about? I'm not sure, but <laughs> when he puts stuff like that, he can be very cryptic. But I, unless it's unless it's him going, my injury isn't as bad as first thought. As well, mm. maybe he's already had the new bat from the specialist. 
going, I can get my place back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't say there's anybody really that Windass could come in for there that would be better than him because Windass has been quality yeah. this season. It, it, was, it was just very interesting that he posted that. It could be, it could be nothing. Mm. But that's all he posted. Speculation. Yes. Right, this is from The Examiner. Quote, EFL clubs offered new financial package by Premier League, including parachute payments reform. The English Football League has offered a new financial package by the Premier League, according to reports. Sky News claimed that the Premier League that the Premier League has offered a thirty million per year sweetener to the rest of the English football professional pyramid to secure a deal over the sports future funding. The report suggests that the top flight is prepared to pass down an extra hundred and twenty five million up from the previously proposed ninety five million a year, in addition to existing payments. Sky also say the system of parachute payments would be reformed and a new distribution model introduced. Should the revised proposal, which was tabled during a meeting of the Premier League and EFL executives, be approved, the new funding would be, in addition to the existing financial contribution, totaling hundreds of millions of pounds a year made by the Premier League to the EFL. The package follows months of talks about a so-called, quote, new deal for football, end quote. It is um, unclear at this stage whether the EFL board will accept it. Worth mentioning here, there's more from the article. There remains a clear need from the football. This was a report. So there was a report. It was like a white paper thing. Yes. Um, it's about stated, independent regulators, which have been yes. a big thing recently. And the report said as follows, there remains a clear need for football to reassess both the magnitude of revenue distributions distributions, and the way in which money is allocated between teams. The current approach has affected competitiveness and led to a financial risk-taking by clubs. The persisting revenue disparities encourage clubs to take financial gambles in an attempt to achieve or avoid relegation. Achieve promotion or avoid relegation. This is accentuated by parachute payments, which can distort competition in the championship and encourage greater financial risks taken by clubs that are not in receipt of them, end quote. So this is sort of reform and this, yeah. the more money is coming as as probably a response to the... Um, now, my issue with this there. is Sky and BT's deals for the Premier League rights are getting close to being up. And mm. Apple are looking like they're the ones that want to buy it. Now, does that change what deal gets done if the right gets sold elsewhere to not Sky and BT, money-wise? I actually am not against this anymore because, you know, when Amazon started doing yep. it, I was like, I would much rather, because they've got other things going on. Exactly. You can just pay one subscription and you're not paying a fortune just for that. Yeah. Because it's like, if you've got Sky Sports and you, you do it that way, I know a lot of you don't, Um. If that's the way you get your football, you have to pay Sorry, I so totally much. just got that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, you pay so much just for the yeah. sports packages. Yeah. So much. I, and then you went to some BT sport. You haven't even got that. So you have to, and then you have to either go a different route again. So if it's on something like Amazon or Apple and you're already subscribing anyway, like Amazon makes sense. You kind of don't want to do monopolies. There's, no. there's all morality, morality in there as it is. But I am not again. I would genuinely, if, if the Football League, if the Premier League said, if for, for $8.99 a month you can just have all the matches, yeah. I would do it. 
I would love just a Netflix of football where yeah. you could get, you can get Premier League, Serie A, La Liga, all the football on the one thing and it's this much. Yeah. I'd pay that. Yeah. Because then you know you've got a, it, an all-in-one shop thing. Like the NFL and the NBA and I think NHL, they do it where uh, if you're UK or in America, you can pay just for what you your team's stuff is. So you get all your team games. Why is there not some sort of deal like that across the EFL? Well, yeah, it's like the iFollow tries it, and overseas you can get all of that. But yeah. I think you also need to do the thing where they scrap the overseas thing. Yeah. Like the well, what needs to be scrapped is the 3 p.m. thing. We said it before. I think a, di- a digital yeah, season blackout. ticket needs to be something that's a given because I know their whole thing, all oh, care people won't come in. But on the games where you know the weather's bad, maybe you make it a little bit more expensive. That, that, but, that but also, it's also because I think you need to get get real with the fact that everything is doing that, and if football doesn't do it, it's going to get left in the dirt because yeah. people still won't do it. People will find other things. Oh yeah, definitely. And actually, there's less chance of your team being support. I'm saying this now, right? If if for example, right here's the thing. If for example, United were in the Prem. And Wednesday weren't in the Prem, yep. which has been a recent history thing. If that was a thing that was more common, yep. using our two clubs as an example, Prem matches are televised a lot more. You can what you can follow your team a lot more. There's an incentive to actually go to the ground to be at a Premier League fixture as well. So they've got that and it's on television. Yep. If you are a lower league club, you have to pay ticket prices to get in all the time. You lose actually a fan base generationally. If there's more access to a club, mm. you you give more access to the generations to keep, you know, there's more choice there. There's more people that can get ingrained. And it's not just a case of, well, I support them because my dad supports them. Yeah. There's more options for people to get invested. Yeah, it makes sense. It's, I'd be interested to see what this, like, white paper and what happened because there is massive need for regulation. You look at the, just looking at the championship alone at the minute, you've got Burnley, top of the league, transfer embargo. Sheffield United, second in the league, transfer embargo. You've got Reading, who just couldn't stick to a EFL budget uh, plan. They're about yeah. to get another six points taken off them. You've got uh, Birmingham, who again had this whole thing with ownership, money coming from people that own, don't own the club, so that's not allowed. They're looking at another like six-point thing. And then you look at like Wigan, just last week, Wigan had it that they apparently hadn't played their players again for the fourth time. Like something needs to change because you can't keep letting same old mistakes happen. The whole point of financial fair play was to stop clubs going bust. That is what they said. The whole point was to stop clubs going bust and making it. I think there have been more clubs go bust since financial fair play than before. It put us in a lot of trouble as well. Yeah. We're in League One now because of it. Yeah. There, there is that part of me. That if, a, if a person says they've got the money to spend it and they can show they've got the mon- money to spend it and cover the losses, why not? It's kind of like one of those things I, in terms of... Um, I'm not actually against them scrapping FFP even after we're not going to benefit from it because I'm not one of those selfish people who's like, well, I had to do this, so you have to mm. do this. No, I'm not going to, you, you're not, you know, well, if you had to get hit in the face, that means I have to get hit in the yeah. face. Bad analogy, but you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. mean 
that's the situation. We don't pull. You don't need to pull the ladder up, sort of thing. You can. Oh, we're through this now, and we've sorted it. No, actually, how about we get rid of the problem, and then that stops it from yeah. happening generally. And if you remember, if anyone remembers, do you remember which club called us all to have FFP? QPR on it. Yep. They have got a, I think it was 2017, 2018. They've got to pay something due for like 2.5 million per year to the EFL or it's something silly. Their fine is like 10 years. Well, they it, tried to do it, didn't they? They tried yeah. to just put all the money into it. And they are one of, got, one of the got, richest clubs in that. You've got situations like City, though, where they're mm. breaking the rules because they're just putting the money into it. But again, actually, if FFP wasn't a thing and you could financially back it, they can financially back it, and I know yeah. it has to be fair. Yeah. So I guess I do see it to some extent. Yes, you shouldn't be able to just buy your way all the way through like that, but clubs are going to do it anyway because yeah. they are doing it anyway. And I think the issue is financial fair play just keeps getting changed every season, so no one has a sodding clue. It turned into the offside rule. I genuinely think, you know, after Chancery made his initial mistakes with Rhodes and that, yeah. like, like, after the reset, if financial fair play wasn't a thing, it'd have gone, right, we know how to do it now. Let's actually chuck money at it in the right places. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because cause he'd, he, he'd had the funds to do that. Oh, God, yeah. But instead, we have to follow it. We have to cut corners. We have to cut spending. We have to get a points deduction. We have to get relegated. Yeah. When actually he could have gone, no, that didn't work. Let's try again. Yeah. Because we had an owner that was willing to do that sort of and- thing. Uh, also, still willing, willing to do so. Yeah. The man... You you the thing so, is, you? you look at w- some other clubs, let's just use Huddersfield, their takeover is going to take about two months. That can be they two... Did, they, that did, could, they wasted that Premier League. Yeah. They wasted their time in the Premier League. Yeah. All that, all that money, gone. They had... The only team who I can say who actually did the whole going up and then getting relegation did it right with Burnley. Because they went up, they didn't spend a lot in the Premier League, but when they came back down, when they got to the uh, back to doing it again, they had a fully built, brand new training complex. Look at some of the youth team players that have come out of that academy now. Yeah, and, and look parachute, at if you look at if you look at parachute payments and how it ties into everything as well. Mm. Like, what? How are you meant to compete at that level? It takes sort of like a success story mm. now to be able to compete with it. And there is, they, they can put more money into it, but that's kind of like, we need to get back in the championship yeah. now because if they are going to put more, more money into the structure, we just need to be competing with it. We need to be clever. The thing is, the, the thing with like the fairy tales, so there's more and more Brentfords going up than the like established ones. Because yeah. one of my ones in... And that is academy-based, as you were yeah, saying. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you also look at uh, a team that's going a little bit under the radar in the championship. Look at Luton. Look at where Luton Town are in the championship table. Go have a look where Luton Town are in the table, and you'll be like, wow. Because they are having an, a really good season. And bear in mind, they changed their manager this season as well. Because he went to Southampton and failed miserably. But it's, you look at the people looking for buying into that championship, like going for playoff, Millwall are up there. You don't expect it. Oh, God. See what I mean? 
the teams there, you don't expect to be in that position, but they are by merit because they're doing it the right way. I did know Millwall were doing well this season, but they're clinging to them playoffs, aren't they? Yeah. You could say Blackburn this season have been... It's good to see Watford 10th. Yes, it is. <laughs> After all what they do. <laughs> no, nothing against their fan base. No, it's just are, the club. They are a joke half the yep. time. Um, And I couldn't be bothered with them going straight back up. Burnley are doing well, and I don't mind that, actually, because they're, they're playing good football and they're doing... We won't talk about second. No. Come on, Borough. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Carrick. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't mind like I, if a uh, bit old fashioned, but Burnley Borough go up, Blackburn Rovers win the playoffs. That'd be decent. That would be good, wouldn't it? It yeah. really would. And you look at and you look at Borough, especially Borough when Carrick came in, they were twenty third. Yeah, and it. You, I think if I think if the the other side of the city don't do it, I think they'll win the playoffs. Yeah, yeah oh, definitely. The, th- the thing I've got, I'm getting to that age, and I think you're starting to get that age too, where ex-players are now becoming managers, and you're like, oh, God, I'm that old. Yeah, it's only just <laughs> sort of happening to me now. Like when yeah. Gerard and Lampard and stuff were, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is interesting. But, um, yeah, because they were sort of my childhood. Yeah. But everyone else. You're probably, you you are, we have established you're an old man. Yes, I am the old man of the podcast. He's already made it very well known. Right, let's move into the community topic. Yep. Andy writes into the Discord and says, reckon we'll stay up this season. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to Andy, Andy's been calling it out for a while in the Discord about how it's been going. To giving me credit. Yeah, he has. He has. I've not um, been. I've been really bad on the Discord the past couple of weeks. I will get better. I've just, I've just been busy. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all depends on what happens in these next games for me now. Yeah. It's no. It's, he says we'll stay up. Obviously, no, yeah. we're staying up. We're staying yeah. up. Yeah. I know he's joking, but um, will we recapture form? Mm. Mm, that's the interesting one. Maple Leaf writes in and says, Gentlemen, I think we all agree we have a lot of players in the squad who we are not sure if they are ready for the championship. Example, Jaden Brown, Delhi, etc. Instead of letting their contracts expire, shouldn't we consider signing them and loaning out to other teams? This way we retain ownership and get to see if they progress and can recall if they show promise. I would hate to let someone go to only find out in two, three years that they could have made a contribution at higher levels. Hmm. The idea is good, but how many times have we then done this and kept players, loaned them out, and then it's still not worked, and then they've left us and then still gone on to make a better job at it at higher levels? I actually think Jaden Brown's a decent squad player now. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, right? If you're Darren Moore in this situation with Delhi Bashroom, we don't really know what's going on. No. And there's always like, does he want to be here? Is what, what's the situation with his contracts? He's probably going to, He's he obviously signed for us for development. I don't yeah. think he'd want to drop lower down, No, to be honest. So I don't think that's a goer. Is it more sensible for Darren Moore to sort of link up with players that he trusts? He, he seems to like doing that. He's done it a lot this year. Look at Reese James. He's got Reese James. He played with 
played or managed with before. Actually, you can technically say played with. I think he, I think at one point he played against or against Aiden Flint and Stockdale. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's one of those things where he has a habit of getting players in he already knows. Like in the like, if you think in midfield, like someone like Ben Whiteman or something. Yeah, play play with him at Donny. It, t- to be fair, a lot of what happened at Doncaster. A lot of their issue went when he left. He went. He's for a thief signing as mine, of mine sometimes as well. He, he went for nothing <laughs> as well. He hardly went for any money. I think it one point five million. But you remember when he went, their form they were second. Their form just went went down, and then we went, swooped in and got him a manager. He was in Donny Rovers' side for four years, mm. you know, and then he went to Preston. So he's got that experience with more. Yeah. And if you're looking at midfielders, this is the sort of player that I'd be thinking. He's 26. This, this would make well. more sense. He's a good age. He's currently playing in the championship with Preston. I think he's got a year and a half left on his contract. Yep. So it could be a quite a easy deal to do in terms of money. If yep. he's already played up in South Yorkshire as well, not like it's, and he could still technically stay in Manchester if he wanted to. Yeah, and he's got that more of a box-to-box thing. He's mm. one of those where you think, oh, if Bannon's coming to it, you know, can you... You want another quality midfielder you bring yeah. in that's that's got the got some experience as well and that sort of great age of sort of like 26, 25, 26, 27, yeah. those sort of areas, if you think buyers. Yeah. That, for me, yes, it's great to have a young player in that wants promise, but when we've got this situation, what we've got, we've done with Deli Bashru here and we don't know what's happening. I'm still not giving up on him, by the way. Just saying. I'm not I know you're up. more on that. I'm not but... giving up on him as such, but he he got he got to show he wants it. Yeah, he got to show he wants it, and there was a perfect opportunity in that game for him to step up. And let's all remember, he's 21. He's a kid. He's hardly learned his age. He's hardly learned the game. Delhi's one of those ones I would say agree with. Probably sign him and then see if he needs to go out on loan and show a bit more. Because we've shown Brennan can do that. Brennan's been on loan at Swindon. Been one of their better players for him. And then suddenly he got injured and it's gone to a bit bad there. Like you've got Rio Shipton, who's another player who might get out. You look at our midfield right now. You've got Volks, Adenaran, Bannon, Byers, Delhi, Johnson, Backington, Shipton. Backington, I'm still not impressed with. No. At all. I... I, it feels like he was brought into. You're the, really not, are you? No, I'm not. He just, he just not shown enough for me. Like he, he's not shown him. He doesn't. I don't know if he's a confident player who needs to play week in and week out and have that confidence. We know I, I quite that. like. See, I quite like what I saw at the earlier stages of the season. Early bits so of the season. That's yeah. why I'm sort of like I, I try not to write a player off in the first season. I really try. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Unless it, you're Jacob Butterfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Backinson for me, he had a, he had an opportunity in the game versus Forest Green to cement a play for a little bit while Bayer was out. Yeah, and it didn't. Like we know he can shoot. He had that dreamer mid-season, uh, that season. Even it's it's. I don't know because at the minute the midfield we've gone from the midfield looking quite promising and being excited for being like. Have we got anyone there that Darren trusts? Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I was just looking into Ben Whiteman a little bit more because we mentioned it and he's sort of, 
he came through the Man United Academy. He was released at 16. Went to he went. We know he went to a good academy setup because I hate to say it. After that, he went to United. Yep. He went to Sheffield United. <laughs> you know, for their under 18s and under 21s, and they do produce good players. Yep. And then he went on loan to Mansfield Town, then Donny Rovers, and then he was I know Donny it's a Rovers bad example, but they ma- they made Harry Maguire, and Harry Maguire literally paid for Leicester City's training complex. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's also a Wednesday fan. Yeah, doesn't like to admit it. Um, nope. if you've seen that in the football manager data though he is a Wednesday fan yeah <laughs> which I like uh, because it's true I, d- I don't find it funny when him and Vardy get together it's like you're gonna show you're gonna put put your math to the wall then kind of thing yeah. to say what it is <laughs> well he said he, he even said to be fair to him he says he grew up supporting Wednesday but then he played for United yeah. so he tries to he tries to support both but yeah and then um yeah, we'll see what happens with him. That'll be interesting this season. But going back to the topic, yeah, Ben Whiteman is the sort of player I'd be looking at in mm, that situation. Definitely. We'll probably do a bit more of a breakdown on certain players, but when we were talking about this midfield and we thought, who's that? Because that, we were thinking Darren Moore and Trust and talking he liked about, that you know, play. He liked that play that he's already used a lot. We've noticed that. Yeah. So he also, he also liked Could, the have players that he played with before which is always weird you always, for, you always forget that he's quite a young manager yeah where are Preston uh, mid table I think so it's not like we, we probably couldn't get um get some ground on that maybe make it happen in the summer yeah yeah 12 if he's got a good relationship with Darren he likes players like that so. yeah he does it's a speculation one. We'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs> Next match is Cheltenham. Yeah. There's a dexterity watch on this. They are currently 17th. They just won 3-1 against Exeter. Yeah. Um, we need to win this. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that basically it. We need to win it. They're on 43 points. They are not safe. No. This, so. is, this is the issue, though, for me. Some of the teams that we're coming up against and teams who are not safe yet. Exactly. And like on Saturday, we're playing yes. Lincoln, who are on 45 points. They are not safe. Yep. And then Good Friday, we're playing Oxford. Who are not safe. <laughs> the, the theme going here. We've got to be careful. Because Forest Green, right? They're pretty much down and they beat us. Yeah. Yeah. If you, think, if you think if you think it's on our next four games, it's Cheltenham, Lincoln, Oxford, Atkinson, Stanley. And teams if teams of Susters were in trouble. Mm, yeah. Because I don't get why we just didn't play like we did at Barnsley against Forest Green. I, I it could have something to do with the pitch size. Yeah. And the fact that you it can't be as open. There's not as much space There's not to enough do those space, runs. So you, you get you get are, compacted. Are, is it just the camera situation? Are the pitch dimensions the same? Am I being a Philistine here? What uh, uh Forest Green? Yeah. Let me have a look. Because I could be, and it could just be perspective. Like green. Pitch size. Like green pitch size is 110 by 70 yards. Right. Compare that with Barnsley's. 
Because I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out and we won't even edit this out if I've made... It just looks it just looks like we Barnsley don't play as expansive. pit size is 110 by 75 yards. So slightly more width. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go but, with our own... I would, but my keyboard just died. I will try and insist. Our pit size is 106 by 69. Well, that blows it out of the water then. Completely. It looks smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> camera angles. Yeah, it must be the camera angles. Up close. Yeah. And the fact, obviously, when you're actually at Hillsborough and you sit there. Uh. I don't know. That was a weird. It was noise. just watching that. Obviously, I watched the forest green one like you did. Yeah. So I was like, that pitch looks tiny, but it is the camera angles they always do. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking to myself as I said that there, there is. I know that there's a standardization that your pitch has to be a certain size, and there's only certain dimensions that can be. You get in trouble for it otherwise. Yeah, you can also tweak them for more expansive pitches. Maybe it's that extra yardage on the Barnsley pitch, because if you think about it. At home, we don't actually always play with the running down the wings and crossing. No. We go through centrally. So maybe centrally is our tactic, but when we've got space to do it, we do employ that system. You know, yep. the traps. Get to the wing, long ball, it cross it across. Well, I just thought I'd check. Cheltenham pitch size is 101 by 65. So that's really tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Banner's going to look massive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Barry. I had to get that in because so far we've mentioned that. It He's was like when, she said she, it's like when she said, well, she went, so when are you going to build this statue? And then she was like, well, it, it, it won't take up much space. <laughs> what, are you, what are you expecting just to put a bobblehead outside the hill? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I any height it. you want when you can cross a ball like that man yeah or find find space anyway that's all i've got for this week's episode of the talking wednesday podcast anything to add jake yeah lincoln can we play I lincoln? Said lincoln yeah we answered the record you haven't done that they got 45 points oh you did okay yeah fair enough that's all i'm giving we yeah. don't need to go into the breakdowns at the minute because it's slightly <laughs> irrelevant until we sort this form out all, all i'll say is yes i understand a little bit of the meltdown but also Let's try and not get on the player back too much. No, oh, no. If you if you're going at the players, you're stupid at this point. Yeah, not, there's not. a lot. There's a lot doing that. Uh, Joe, all you got to remember is that we we just got to bounce back. And if we bounce back and do everything right, we should be okay. But we just got to bounce back now. Yeah, yeah. This has probably been a slightly shorter episode than usual by a few minutes, but um, it's not a heavy news week and it's not a great form week for Wednesday. So no. thank you for joining us this time. Um, Hopefully, the next time we speak to you, there's been a couple of wins. I'm not sure it's actually me on next week. We'll see. Uh, but if I might even change it up, we'll see what happens. But some Talking Wednesday podcast. There'll be hosts. a Talking Wednesday podcast, whatever. <laughs> yes. And uh, we will see if we are happy that we've turned a corner or we are actually in real trouble. Hiding behind sofas and going eek. <laughs> yeah. But until that time, um, take care and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.